Hi, I'm Nigel. And I'm Tricia. And we're both from Real Time Heart Based. And today we thought we'd have a conversation around the way customer service and connection with others have changed, Tricia. Well, it, it was spurred on by uh, going to the supermarket and realizing that, you know, using the automated uh, checkout. And, you know, standing there, I just realized that so many people actually loved going through the checkout and chatting with a checkout operator and having a bit of a conversation, some familiarity and really connecting with that. And then realizing with all this automated, there's not that opportunity anymore. And really, that's what triggered this conversation. Well, it did, because what happened actually was... Uh, you picked up a loaf of bread and it said, oh, you can have this slice. Now, normally you'd hand it to someone behind the counter yeah. at the bakery's uh, area and they would slice it for you so there'd be a bit of chat. But uh, uh, there was now this machine behind that you can operate yourself. So someone, member of staff, showed you how to use it with the idea, well, next time you don't need to ask anybody. No. So, of course, now you can go through a supermarket, you can go shopping, you can check out and leave and not have any interaction with anyone else at all. And it's really no different to interacting with our phone in many ways. Now, one of the things uh, that research shows is that connecting with other people is actually very good for our longevity, that it can add years to our life um, to you know, socialise with other people. And uh, this week also there was a... There was a last week there were results published from a survey on loneliness and it that that also adds to this picture because it showed that um, even 18 to 24 year olds um, a, a significant proportion of them felt lonely even though they're connected with others through facebook social media whatever and it it struck us in a way that these two parallels are all happening at the same time that we go to a supermarket we don't really need to connect with anyone we can just pick up things off the shelf, suddenly if there's nothing there that we have to ask, we can check out and we can leave. And we haven't actually interacted with anybody physically, you know, personally, in person. And we can go on Facebook and do the same. We can write lots of comments. But this feeling of loneliness may persist because there isn't real human connection. The same happens if you want to ring um, a, a, a utility like electricity, water, gas, whatever, that instead of speaking to someone directly and saying, I've got this problem, I need to talk to somebody, and that person listening to us and saying, I'll put you through to the right person, you have this phone decision tree where it's press one if you want this, press two if you want that. And you're kept in this loop for ages. Uh, and then eventually you get to the right thing. And then it says, uh, you'll, you know, you're, you're fifth in the queue and you'll wait 20 minutes. In some cases, they offer to call you back, and in other cases, they don't. However, when you, when you consider our journey through the day, all of this is leading for us to have less personal contact. And how does that affect us, Tricia? Mm, I think you've sort of hit it in terms of, you know, it's no longer personal. And we know that when we start to have conversations, over time, we start to get to the core of things, and we start to really get to understand and know um, a little bit more about the person. I mean, we know that, you know, we we know that we only know a little bit about people. Mm. They might mm. shop at Coles. That's what we know, or whatever supermarket it is. But we really don't know how they're feeling, what's going on in their life. And so these opportunities to express in this way mm. 
even in, as you said, in customer service, you know, those options may not actually give you what you want to share about how you are feeling mm. and what's going on in your life. And none of those responses relate to what you want to share and bring. Mm. And so you're ho we're holding on to a lot of these, um, these feelings and we've got no outlet to express some of these things that are going on. And mm. that is part of the pain as well. Yeah, well, I've got a contrast. Uh, I was in Melbourne <clears throat> and uh, I stayed with my daughter and son-in-law and they live in Preston. And they do all their, their shopping in the Preston market and the stalls around there. Now, as a, as a very different counterpoint to this impersonal experience, that whole experience with personal, every, every counter, every stall, they knew them. Mm -hmm. They knew them by name. They had a chat. They shared something. What's going on with you? Uh, and so, and in fact, um, uh, one of the places, I think my, my son-in-law left something there and he was able to contact them. Well, they contacted him, said they'd found it. They dropped it off. And there was all of this. And during that time, there was conversation. How are you? What's going mm. on with you? Like you say, the, the, this sharing that mm. we all do. Well, this, this confirms this, uh, what you had said mm. about the evidence to say that this is what people are seeking, mm. they're searching for. And yet we're moving in the other direction. We're using AI even now to, to try and get you to say slowly what you're looking for with the AI hoping to pick out the words that you want so that you can actually be put through. But, you know, the, this, this, is this direction really what we all want? Um, because it's it's isolating it's it can have the impact of isolating and creating a sense of loneliness even though we're in the throng of so much communication we can still feel lonely now uh, the other thing is we were in Melbourne Tricia uh, for business and we went into a number of head offices in Melbourne and one of the other things that has changed is for a lot of these head offices these were banks um, um, uh, uh, TV networks um, they've replaced reception with security. And when we, we would say, we'd like to speak to somebody you know, in the organization, they would say, I don't have any connection with the organization. I'm just here to point you to rooms if you're meeting in a meeting room. If you've already got a meeting and it's like, well, can you give us, no, I cannot give you any contact details. So this happened to us in a number of cases, uh, uh, Channel 7, Channel 9, for example, uh, in both of those, they just gave us a phone number to ring, and, it, and the, the phone the phone rang out, didn't get answered. We went back, and they said, "That's all I've got." Mm. Uh, so it's security, it's not reception. So it's not here. We are to receive you, to welcome you to our organisation, to make personal contact, and to assist you in any way we can. It was very much no, um, and that's the end of it. So even again, it's a very um, companies are choosing to just brick wall uh, instead of have contact and have sharing uh, so you know, and it's a very important part of our life this this communication and I wonder whether it's time for all of us to really consider how the direction we're going in what's this trajectory going to lead to um, and what what is actually really good for us what's good for our well-being and all those stats suggest our well-being is getting worse and and it might be time for us to really consider whether are we going in the right direction with this. So in many ways, um, 
people have used systems to create efficiencies. And while that's really important and, um, you know, we can understand why that is the case, I suppose what we're looking at here is how can we have efficient systems, but also be able to um, have some space for things that don't fit in that system or don't fit in with the, the norm. Um, for example, we, we wanted to share something a little bit different, but that the way of going about it is for us is making that direct contact so we can feel the energy between, mm. um, you know, who we're chatting with and who we're involved with. So, but as you can see, and from what you've expressed, there's not an opportunity to be able to even get there to that point. Now, the interesting thing is many of the values and, and the mission statements of many of these organisations revolves around connection, you know, caring and doing these things. And so we have to really look at, okay, so how do we really truly get to that? And what do we have to look in our organizations, our systems, our approaches that really enables people who want to, to have conversations or do it differently, to have that voice, to have that opportunity? Because otherwise we're just going to feed this system and soon we're not gonna even be able to get in on any level. Well, that's why I think it's good to just question this direction, the trajectory that we're going in, because if 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 we go in this direction of just shifting everything to an automated approach, uh, where will the human contact take place and where will the personal service arise? So I think it is a good time for us to really work out what's good for us and what isn't. And it would appear looking at the stats that, that maybe the direction we're taking isn't good for us. So I think for each of us, seeing that this loneliness and isolation research also indicated more and more people are feeling lonely, mm. um, that we start, we, we maybe begin to just, for ourselves, each one of us, ask ourselves how we're uh, connecting with other people and looking at ways that we can actually do that so that we don't just end up, you know, um, going places dealing with things on the internet and not having connection because this loneliness um, direction can can actually really affect our well-being. Mm. And, and it's not just a matter of learning how to be polite and learning how to, you know, oh yes, I'll give this person the opportunity to speak. It's actually really learning some new skills and those new skills are around how to actually really be present and feeling what this, you know, this person is, is asking. Because a lot of the time, you know, we get this thing of, yes, okay, I've managed to say it, but then what? Then what happens from that? You know, like, is this really taken seriously? Is someone really looking into this and, and, and noticing what it is and then looking at what they're actually doing that could be a little bit more helpful for this person? You know, what is happening at that level? Or is it just, I've ticked the box of... Um, you know, yes, I've given them a personal space to, to express and then that's it. There's nothing more that comes from that. So uh, uh, coming out of this, um, it may well be, uh, Tricia, that uh, there is, we, we really do have a consideration of what, what might be good for us because efficiency, if it's down to efficiency, the most efficient business may not have many people in them at all. And this might not be the direction we all want to take. Um, so it's, it's definitely worth um, for each of us to consider 
um, you know, we're, we're, gen we're at the moment, we're, we're probably not uh, considering where all this is leading. And um, if we if we if we're going to lead to a situation where people are not in organisations or there aren't many people, if you took the, the banks, for example, uh, the efficient uh, push leads to branches being closed. So you only have the option of going on the internet or calling. And, and we've already discussed the calling, you get put in this cycle of what's it about and who do you want to speak to and so on. Or you, you communicate by email or through NetBank or whatever it is. So as we close branches, we lose people who you can connect with to share your issue or problem. So I think this is a good time looking at the stats and seeing where where our well-being is being affected and asking ourselves what is our what is our trajectory where do we want things to go do we want to go to the area where everything's very impersonal and not connected mm. um, is that the level of efficiency that we mm. want or do we want to go in another way mm. I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking about what happens when we lessen our opportunities to express how we're feeling and what's going on and whether over time because quite often, you know, when we work with people, we encourage them to express and they really feel that sometimes that's a really difficult mm. thing to do. And I'm just wondering about it now, just as I'm, I'm listening to what you've just said, whether we, because of our lessened opportunity to just express freely, just to, you know, have more opportunities for that, whether we are actually losing our capacity for that. Um, mm. And that is probably a risk over time for us as humans where we can't actually even determine what that feeling is, what the expression is, how to express it. So, you know, it could well be something that um, that we may, you know, do we want to lose this capacity for mm. in the future? Well, certainly, I, I, you know, what, what are steps people can take at the moment? Certainly, as we've said, look for opportunities to connect. If you're feeling more isolated, it can lead to a bit of a cycle of feeling mm. more isolated. Yeah. Um, and, and if that's you, uh, take the opportunity to see what activities might be on in your area and see whether you can go to them. Mm. If you're unable to get out much, uh, we offer some Zoom sessions every week um, on poetic expression, on singing for fun where uh, words are put up and you can sing along with Paul. Or, and there's Tai Chi, mm. there's also uh, a monthly expression session. So there are a number of things you can do if you go to events on our website. There are things you can engage in and you get to talk to real people yeah. uh, to just share. So part of part of these events are, are geared towards just sharing our story and what's going on with us. Um, there, there is also some what we would call personal listening sessions that you can book if it's really worrying you and you're feeling like lonely or isolated you can begin to take your steps towards mm. connection um, through these personal listening sessions or what we call personal support sessions so you can book those on our website as well but certainly um, it's important for all of us to stay connected with people as much as we can in person and it, loneliness can come across or isolation can hit us very quickly mm. and suddenly we find that all our connections aren't there anymore mm. and we know through COVID how that felt yeah you know when we were disconnected and we realized it was that personal connection that 
you know, being yeah. in the, the presence of others that really made the difference. And so, you know, we, we've, we've got an experience here to draw back from, to recognise, yes, did that feel comfortable? Maybe not. Okay, real sign for you about what you could do mm. for um, yourself towards your well-being for the future.